Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before we begin, everybody, sponsor mentions Packfiller online store. Get to packfiller.com today. Check out the fun swag we have to show your Packfiller pride. I've been busy. Uh, they've been uh, I've been getting some orders in. So just know that yours truly is filling the orders by hand. So if they <laughs> if the you know something's off a little bit, just let me know. Mugs, shirts, caps, kits, all kinds of fun and a good dose of tongue in cheek. Packfiller.com. Scratch Labs, you guys. We got, but technically, I got two plugs for fueling options here tonight. Um, first of all, the Scratch Labs, great variety options, and even do-it-yourself recipe to get you topped off and keep things going the distance. You will not go wrong with Scratch. Trust us. And lastly, but not leastly, Untapped Energy Pure Vermont Maple Syrup, the core ingredient. Genuine clean fuel is the result. Multiple flavors and multiple strengths. Use the link and you will not regret it. From espresso flavor to give you the jolt you need to smooth, citrus, and even raspberry. You will not know you're fueling. You'll just think you're getting a great snack. Like a reward with benefits. Okay, last snow, last snow, last show of 2023. So let's do this. Got the old man cleaning out phlegm in the background. And you notice the silence of the other microphones kids these days. I know. Can't rely on them. No, they're flaky shit. Uh, I got this uh, appointment. Uh, Uh, I think I broke a toenail. Nobody told me life would be difficult. Yeah. I can't make it. My my work-life cycling balance Uh, is not... uh, I need some me time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We are here. Get ready. It's Tuesday. The rim break bar is open. The beers are poured and the cameras are live on the website and on YouTube. Let's play bikes. Start the Packfiller Cycling Podcast. If you remember the Muppets, you remember the old guys in the balcony. Well, that's what we've got tonight. So get ready for some 80s references and complaints, more complaints about those damn kids these days. <laughs> I'm Pat Bulger, and with me is the return of Mr. Paul Main, or Flu Boy, as yeah. he should now forever be known. As he's Scotty, he's still in the field. Oh, first of all, Merry Christmas, man. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you. Sorry I missed the show. Yeah, well, how are you? I'm much, much better. Yeah? uh, Yeah. 
It's a bad one. Uh, Spokane, I don't know. Most, I think the state of Washington has been hit pretty bad God. with the flu. And Yeah, my wife got it, and that's the first time I've known her for 32 years, or 30 years. And uh, that's the first time I've ever seen her sick. And she was in bed really? for four days. Oh, yeah. my God. She didn't eat for two. I didn't eat for, like, two days either. Just really? Couldn't. Just barely moving around. The beauty of it all, I lost five pounds. Nice. Uh, yeah, I like that. Perks. Yeah. <laughs> but I, it, I didn't feel like drinking. Yeah. <laughs> the only person who lost weight over the Christmas holiday. Yeah, it was me. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, talk about, I was going to ask you about the recent bout with the Grin Reaper, but was it just kind of weakness and Absolutely fatigued. Sleep. I slept oh, crazy man. wise. Um, it was all respiratory congestion, oh. post nasal drip. So I had a sore throat. Oh Jesus! Um, yeah, and then you know it's just oh, and then I went. I had a little relapse because I thought I was feeling pretty good. Went back to work on last Thursday, and yeah, you know, I, I woke up and I'm like, oh man, I'm back. Yeah, because I got hit on Sunday. Saturday I could feel it coming. I was on sure. my trainer, only made it 30 minutes into an hour, 15-minute session. Oh, it was no. the um, last 50 kilometers of Flanders, and and I thought, I feel a little tired. I just, you know, since Renee's sick, I'll just downplay it. Yeah. And uh, I couldn't get out of bed Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I could get out of bed, but I was back into bed. Wednesday, stayed home from work, got around a little bit. Thursday, went to work, came home just like, Went straight to bed. Friday was oh, lucky I God. got up, finished work, and went straight to bed. And I slept till Saturday. I think I was in bed by three thirty, and didn't wake up till or get out of bed till nine in the morning the next day. Oh shit! Um, is it stuff that? How did how was Christmas then? Were you able um, to? <clears throat> other things happened. Um, my father-in-law in the in that meantime, oh, he's ninety-three, yeah. so he's. He's had some difficult times, so my wife, being you know on the mend on on the sickness, went and has been helping her mom for the last four days with him. So um, hopefully he'll turn around. But uh, she's been spending the night over at uh, at uh, her mom's mom and dad's place, and uh, I stayed home by myself with my dog <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> really? My, yeah. Oh, uh, because no. I was still kind of sick, and I wasn't yeah. going to go. I was supposed to go to my daughter's. So she had this nine by nine foil, you know, container and stuff, and sent me <laughs> home food. Yeah, this Mount Dave dropped it by and stuff. So, yeah. oh man, but it was fine. I I didn't feel like socializing. I was pretty tired yesterday. So yeah, okay. Sorry, I'm just working on the uh, live stream here today. Jax is not here, so everything's oh. just just you know shit box here. God but uh, dang, yeah, Pat. little punk, little shit. You know, and know. just decides not to come. And he's just like, my dad just called me a punk little shit. <laughs> I well, I mean, you know, you're tied up. I know family obligations. Okay. Yeah. And and he married into a Catholic family. So there's there's a plethora of siblings. There's always going to be a birthday. There's always going to be some, <laughs> right? something going on, you know. Yeah. If it doesn't go live, I'm, I'm not even going to worry about it. I'm just mm-hmm. going to keep the show going. So, um, I okay, Mike, you were so. All by yourself for Christmas, I am. Um, uh, I we had a good time. We hosted everybody here. Um, well, not everybody, seven people. Huh. And uh, uh, and I'm really upset about my beef Wellington. I was I chose 
to experiment with the beef welling. First of all, experimenting with a large brand new recipe with the complexity of something like that yeah. is really fucking stupid. Did it get dry? Um, it it I did overcook it. Mm-hmm. It's easily done on that. And and I I didn't trust myself. I actually had. I had the thermometer in one of them. I had two of them, mm-hmm. two two-pounders. And I had the thermometer in one, and I was like, oh, that thermometer is usually a little janky, so I'm going to let it go just another 10 go. minutes. Uh-huh. The thermometer was right. Mm-hmm. And I realized that it isn't just mushrooms, the texture of mushrooms that I don't like. It's just mushrooms. Because <laughs> you put a mushroom paste over a beef tenderloin. I know. Along with, good. Yeah. Really? I love it. It was, mm-hmm. it was like eating dirt it was like a great piece of meat that you dropped in the in the in a mud puddle <laughs> and just picked it up and everybody you didn't the, even brush it off you just no you yeah. just popped it in yeah. your mouth and everybody was really cool about it they were like oh my god this is so good this is so good uh, yeah thanks did you do a lot of oh, like shit. what's that over there and then yeah. bender and and your new dog yeah yeah they're Scarlet. burping yeah i yeah, should have yeah, they probably but just no got- they ate almost all of it and i i take it as a loss i was not happy with it i was pissed off and uh and and it kind of ruined my night hmm. and i have to admit i i I don't know if you know this, but I tend to dwell on some things. Yeah, I've noticed that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. I kept talking about it during dinner. And I think everybody at the table after a while was like, going, Pat, shut up. Uh-huh. you, you got to let this go, man, because you're ruining Christmas for all of us. <laughs> but, but, if you, you don't know, shut up, I'm going to take the meat that I put in my pocket and throw it at you. Exactly. So, I, yeah, I don't know if I'll do that one again. Um, but I had some people, you know, my mother-in-law made a very strange comment at the dinner table about how good she liked the meat. And I was like, she referred to it as orgasmic. Yeah. Wow. When you hear your mother-in-law say something yeah. like that, it really kind of changes the game. Yeah, I, 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 I just kind of went, everybody at the table, the needle came off the record, and everybody just went, what? <laughs> <laughs> and looked over at, at Grandma Ma, and I was like, oh, okay, wow. Well, what was she drinking? Were um, you making your martinis that you gave my no. wife? <laughs> there because, were no uh, martinis. Right. Because there that no did martinis. it for her. Yeah, that was for sure that <laughs> night. <laughs> but I should have had some. I should have had some. Did you get anything good? No, we don't. We don't change exchange really? gifts. No, no. My you, we always, never. Our birthdays are both in January, and and it's close to Christmas. And we decided when we were first got married, we weren't rich anyway. And it's like, why not just save the money for the kids? And then it became, let's save that money that we'd be spending and travel. Oh wow! So, and that's what okay. we do. We we travel. It's we put little bits of you know if we have extra cash in our pocket we just we have a metal box hidden somewhere in our place and we dump money in and every once in a while you look and it's like wow we got three grand in here yeah and that's what that's our that's our gift to each other you know because i was at the point where you know sure i you know at the beginning throughout the shows that we've been talking about i've been finding really cool gifts and things like that and you know one of the things i was like god it'd be really cool to get one of those wahoo fans the times Mm -hmm. you know and then I look at the box fan and the other fan I have in the workout room. And I'm like, going, is it really going to make that big of a difference? And then I always get to the point where I'm like, going, I don't really know what I need. You know, because need. It's not need. Christmas <laughs> gifts are not about need. Christmas gifts are about the little silly things you like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and so I, I, I don't I never know what to ask for. Mm-hmm. So um, I, 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 I apparently am um, two things. 
I am a person who cooks a lot and I potentially am a raging alcoholic hmm. because I got a lot of cooking and alcohol based gifts. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I got knives, brand new knives. Oh, can I ask the manufacturer? Wustoff. Oh, very good. Yeah, are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. got a couple of myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my wife got me a, a kit with a new block and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they, they are very nice because our knives, I think we obtained when we were married. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a sharpener, so I sharpen them. But, but it was like, okay. Uh, I got a park tool, one of those pizza cutters that looks oh, like yeah. a penny yeah. farthing. Uh, I got a bread maker. I, I, I think my wife wants me to make her bread. Ah, well, there you go. I got a bar set. I think my wife wants me to make the cocktails. <laughs> and I got bicycle logo cocktail glasses, which I, I don't drink out of cocktail glasses. So if I'm drinking a beer, I drink out of beer glass. If I drink bourbon, I'm drinking out of a little kind of a, those little... Jiggers? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what they're called. Eyeballs. The glass. Yeah. No, they're, it's kind of a little I'll keep tiny, trying. Yeah. Oh, God. It'll come to me. But uh, Sam needs to be here. Um, and, and so these are cool because they have a bicycle etched onto them. And they're really cool. But I'm like, so my wife wants me to make her old fashions. And so I understand, honey. Mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. it. I get it. Um, uh, so in other words, get in the kitchen, make me a drink, and fix dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you haven't been writing. No. That, Like I said, the 16th was the last time I crawled, did any form of exercise. Oh, shit. And that's when I w- it was probably about 1 o'clock in the afternoon on that Saturday. And... Uh, Crawled off going, whew, I don't feel so good. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. So, no. no. I have been getting some training in, um, all on Ruby, which I really wish they were a sponsor because I keep mentioning them all the freaking time. Um, You mentioned the last 50K of uh, Flanders. Flanders. Um, I I love the real world footage. Um, yeah, it has some flaws. You know, there are kind of times when you, you, you could tell this was shot from a car because mm-hmm. sometimes the car passing you is just like going really slowly by mm-hmm. you know when you're climbing or something like that or if you're me um but uh, all the rides around the world and it i, I do you ride it 100 percent? oh yeah so i've noticed 100 percent is harder than 100 percent on zwift mm-hmm. it, it is noticeably harder so i will admit on some days i'll pop it down to like 85 89 percent and it's it's much more tolerable but what courses have you done i have done and i wrote this down i did strada bianca Mm-hmm. Those hills, I, I can't are, wait to try that. Are brutal. Oh, you yeah. never realize how much up and down that course is. I did Flanders Fields. I have mm-hmm. done Perry Roubaix. I um, and I realized that I, I romanticized all the classics, the yeah. courses of the classics. And you think of Flanders Fields, and I just have these images in my head. And then you, t- you know, go out and ride, quote unquote. Yeah. You, you're first personing these roads. They're shitty farm roads. Really yeah. shitty farm roads. Especially Roubaix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to all of you gravel bike owners, d- d- stop it. Because uh, <laughs> these guys have been riding roads that many here in the States would be like, oh, that's that's gravel, man. Spirit of gravel. Mm-hmm. It's like this is these are classics that people have been on, fully rigid bikes with, you know, 19... <laughs> tires, then, yeah, you know? 1923s a, yeah. at the most, and then. a 5317 probably at the yeah. most, you know, yeah. flying over these roads. So I was just blown away with that. And then yesterday, Christmas Day, I was like, "Shit, there's a ride in in this beautiful area around Vietnam." Uh huh. 
And, and so I wrote it. And mm-hmm. it's like, God, that's really kind of cool. It's really, it's really, the footage is awesome. I love yeah. it. Now, the races, I've noticed, are all uh, obviously based in Europe time because, uh, you know, I'd like, oh, I'd like to do a race. And they're all like starts in 12 hours, starts in 14 hours, yeah. starts in 18 hours. And you're like, yeah, oh, Middle shit. of the night yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. So because I, it must not be that big of a platform here in mm-hmm. the States. But it looks fun. I, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm well, liking it. You know, speaking of the courses, I've done everything that that appeals to me. I, I want to do Strada, uh, Bianca. Mm-hmm. But um, the last, well, the first one I had to do is the one at Gerardsbergen, which is the Muir. Oh. And yeah. it starts off, I th- it starts off, I, I believe this is the one. You go, like, flat till you hit the Copenburg, and that hits a 22%. Oh gradient. That's the one that people fall over. Yeah. And, have to walk. and I'm like not even warmed up. I thought, you know, I'll just check it. And I was buried. And of course, I run a 53.25. And I'm thinking, you know what? For the first time. On your think, trainer. On my trainer. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God. It was just killing me. And I made over. My heart was just pegged yeah. at the top. And then rode through. And then I started recognizing some of the climbs like the Eckenberg and the Tenberg. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the Pattersburg is in there, the Quermont, uh, you know, and these are all the Flanders ones. But yeah. The one that goes to Gerardsbergen, which is, you know, the, the Capel Muir, the, the famous one that I love. Yeah. Um, in fact, I have a tattoo on my shoulder of it <laughs> um, and been there, you know, and stuff. It's just like iconic. And that's the last part of the ride. And you hit 20% at the wrong moment because you are flattened. And oh, it's so man. weird because we, Dave and I walked up and down that hill in, in 2018 probably five, six, seven times, you know, and followed where the race would be and where would we do, you know, at this point. And, and then I've watched it so many times. I knew exactly <laughs> where I was and where I was going to turn the corner. I even saw where Dave and I parked. No. Yeah, we parked right there. And then I had to take a right <laughs> turn to start doing the climb. And, <clears throat> God, and when I hit that thing, I'm thinking – how in the fuck did they, those guys do that? Uh, that one almost made me stop. I mean, it is. I, I mean, I encourage anybody to get. And that's it, not real. Of course, things would change a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. But. Plus, your bike would be bouncing underneath oh, you and God. all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, but but I'm really enjoying. I rode the Avenue of the Giants in, in California, which is a uh-huh. drive that when we were going down to BWR, we drove along that road. And I was like yelling at my wife come in here did we drive this road she's like holy shit yes we, absolutely <laughs> yeah. we did uh, you know it's just it's a great it's a great format it, it, and it's we, no video game yeah it, it, that i agree and it's one of those things especially if you've been there or you have something to relate to or curious about saw it on tv and now you're yeah. actually you know supposedly riding this yeah. that's more connective to me than seeing 560 people like in a group and you're riding between them and you're Avatar, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's and and thumbs, butterflies. And thumbs and, up are dropping yeah. from the sky, yeah. and you know, uh, oh, there's uh, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, you know, the, we're bashing the world's largest uh, yeah. platform that, like al- that also sponsors the the Women's Tour de France. Does great things. So yeah, absolutely. I'm just I'm I stumbled upon this platform, and if anybody who listens to the show knows somebody in the Ruby organization i'd love to kind of talk to him about the you know how you know, how they obtained it what the way it's programmed i think it'd be an interesting thing to talk about on the yeah. on the show so it I, but i i i've i've 
I've enjoyed it and uh, I've been getting some footage on it. I mean, some, some rides in and, and there we go. So um, now that you're back into training mode, are you? No, I'm ready. Yeah. I mean, mentally I'm there. Yeah. I'm going to have to go really easy because fatigue's still there. I is mean, it? going upstairs and stuff, I'm pretty tired. Shit. Mm-hmm. You, so are, is is it kind of, okay, reset, start from? Yeah, I'll just yeah. figure ground zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do the Roubaix. It's fairly flat. It's still not easy, but yeah. it's still flat. Yeah. Okay. Hey, before we get to the topic tonight, um, I, I need to let everybody know about the, the Beer Mile videos on YouTube. Uh, Jackson worked quite a bit on, on on getting this all edited up and put together, and um, it is it is a everything you would hope for in terms of and i'm not talking about the video itself but it is a train wreck it is it is four people in a car park <laughs> pounding four beers and riding and i am in see-through white bib shorts and a neon jersey and if you want to make fun of, of me at my expense please please you know get, check it out it's pretty funny so it, it was well, a good you, time you protect yourself you pulled the jersey yeah, I, down that's over all it. i did yeah <laughs> well i pulled them on i was upstairs and i got i was getting dressed and i'm like going oh yeah here are the shirts you know i of course didn't try them on beforehand mm-hmm. i was like eh, they're gonna be fine you know i i, I got the logo on it and made the joke on the back and stuff like that and then i pulled them on and i was like oh Oh, oh no oh honey yeah. <laughs> and she came into the room she's like oh, i can see your junk yeah. and i'm like oh god no you didn't say what do you think <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> she well the look on her face kind of told me yeah yeah it was, just like, it, it was going uh, anyway. uh, uh, yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> it's like i just ate a handful of mushrooms <laughs> So it was, it was bad. Yeah. And, uh, and so I was like, I got to do this. I made, I made, I lost the bet. I got to do it. So thank God the Jersey was long. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. but for everyone. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, and all the, yeah, the wives were here and they're all sitting in the carport watching us do this. And I'm going great. Yeah. Great. Hey everybody, before I come out, I want you to know. Yeah. My eyes are up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's do this. Let's get into the show and let's talk about the year in review. Here it is, the end of the year. Old Lang Syne, all that kind of shit. Let's talk about the year in review and the year ahead, both personal and in the larger world of cycling. Brought to us by nobody. Just because I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> give this to anybody. This is ours. This is two old guys sitting in a bar talking about how it was better in the old days. You know what? I was going to, uh, and before I forget, I, I do have to, you have to remind me because the question I, uh, I wanted to ask at the end of the show, I didn't write down, but um, the best classic and, and grand tour riders of the decades from 70, 80, 90, 01, and then and 20s. We can think about yeah. it now, you know, but. Uh, so the year in review. So first of all, let's go personal and then go out to the larger. So what were your plans for 2023 in terms of cycling at January of 2022 into 2023? Well, December 2022 into 2023. Oh, I had great plans. <laughs> uh, you know, I was going to do that. Um, uh, what, gosh, what's what's the race that uh, Jack? started oh yeah um um yeah yeah oh shit not independence banana belt over yeah, there yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. God, dang it jack's anyway get, jack's gonna text yeah, us. i know i know we're gonna yeah. hear about it yeah um so you know do that early uh i mean my focus was uh turn to bloom drink great yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then uh 
get in shape. I was looking at possibilities, see if I could get in. I've always wanted to do this race, and that's Baker City. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it fell on a weekend. I knew it wasn't going to work. But I had RC3, uh, I, and then I had my Masters Nationals. That was a big one. That, that was, was a big, big event yeah, for the year. Absolutely. Yeah. And then any Tuesday night or Thursday, ended up being Thursday night races. Too. Yeah. Um, that was the idea. That's quite a bit of racing. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, I guess in, considered what we used to do, yeah. that's nothing. Yeah. You know, but granted, my age and responsibilities and real, realistically, yeah. financially, you just can't. You can't do it every weekend. It's, I had, and I always set this goal for myself. I had 20 start lines as my objective. Um, not, notice I didn't say finish, but I did say start lines. I want to show up. And, and there, it's rare that I don't finish a race. But um, that was it. I wanted to do that. I wanted to, um, you know, try and, and be competitive in, in. I just, I wanted to, as, as Sam would say, I wanted to FSU. I wanted to fuck shit up. You know, be the, be instrumental in the races. And, and I'll talk about that in terms of how I want to adjust for the year. But um, did you achieve your objectives no no well i you know i made i made it to <laughs> some races but yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean wherever i could was it we were talking about this before we went online mm -hmm. on the air um you had plans and then life got in the way yeah life got in the way so you know uh so it was in april when uh vance creek vance creek thank yeah. you uh vance creek something happened there's, there's a particular weekend and and also, that was when my wife and I decided we're done with this house. We're going to find a condo. Yeah. So we were in the process of finding and and working on the house to get it ready for sale. So I'll blow that one out. Yeah. And then <laughs> things proceeded so fast that all of a sudden, here comes, here comes uh, a turtle bloom. Yeah. Well, I'm not really prepared, but I, I want to go do that race. But I can't because now... We're really in the the height of making at that particular weekend. We we're actually making the a uh, a deal on the condo that we ended up purchasing. Okay, could not leave. Yeah. this is not the time to say. Oh, I'll put everything. You on can hold. do it. You yeah, can do it, yeah, honey. Yeah. I'll just sign yeah. when I get home. House is listed. Yeah, can't really leave because you know what you have to do. All that yeah. crap. It's a pain in the butt. All right, I'll blow that one off. You know, it's <laughs> it's for good reason. Then when you move into the new place and you move out of a place for thirty years. Oh shit. And then you move into a new place that's one uh, three quarters the size of your old place, yeah. and then you got to figure out. Oh, you got to pare it down. Yeah, which <laughs> I'm thinking easy, but no. Yeah. So then that takes. You know how I know that because I've watched uh, tiny house shows. See uh, documentaries. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, people are like. I was prepared for it. And the guy on the host show is like, "No, no, you're not taking <laughs> no. all that." Yeah, no. You. Nope. Yeah. So anyway. So then, you know, I'm making a short story long, but <laughs> by the time by the time uh, we got in and settled, the dog's kind of having a problem with it. The cat's freaking out, you know, adjusting to the new neighbors, my work schedule. Oh, I had shit. to take time off from work to work and blah, 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 blah. Good excuses, right? And so then we have uh, RC3, and I've got a couple of training rides in on the weekend. I'm thinking, <laughs> easy. This is this is just going to launch me. Although it's state championships, I'm just going to try and just you know cram sure. for a test. <laughs> uh, it went all right, but not not ideal. 
Well, and on top of that, I was there the moment that your bike just did a really casual, you know, you're leaning up against the curb and the pedal slips a little bit. Yeah, it was against my car and the wind goes. Yeah. And, and right thinking, onto the seat stay. Yeah. And I'm like, Cracked no big deal. Oh, I see a little hairline. And then you were oh. there where I went. You yeah, could hear you were crackle. just like, oh, I think we're okay. And you just bent. You just put a little pressure on it. And it was an audible. Yeah. Yeah, about 15 minutes before the start of my race. <laughs> I'm like, huh, I got to find some tape. <laughs> That's so what I it did. was. Yeah. It held it. It was painted. I mean, blue tape, in fact. Yeah. It's just blue tape. Yeah. I just didn't want it to flex too much. Oh, my God. But there's not much stress on it. I know building yeah. bikes and stuff, there really isn't much. But What kind of a letter grade would you give your 2023 season goals versus meeting? I, w- I would say I would, I would give it a C because it wasn't like... <laughs> I didn't do my homework or didn't yeah. have. I had things come up. Teach, yeah. teacher, yeah. you got to understand. Not my fault. Yeah, Can't. you know things happen, man. <laughs> give me an extension. <laughs> yeah, please give me an extension. You have no idea. Yeah. So yeah, and then of course, then the bike's down for three weeks trying to figure out. Then, then I still owe money to Jack, and I'm trying to figure out how to get him money um, for a frame that he purchased like earlier in that year. Wasn't yeah. It? Oh yeah! Late, I thought I just switched my year. parts over, but it's not that easy anymore, yeah. is it? So no. And then finally, by the time I got parts, I got two rides in, and then we we're in Missoula, which was that was a highlight, even <laughs> though I was terribly out of shape. But it was a ball. We had it a good was. time. Yeah. Uh, my twenty twenty three, I had pretty, you know, my my nice objectives. I was going to do all that. I was going to do the Wednesday night mountain bike race, which I love. Buddies of mine put that on. Uh, it's it's two months of every Wednesday just going out and bound, bouncing around and, and a lot of fun like that. The Our Twilight Series is back. All that stuff I was really excited about. Then February, you know, my my heart just started bouncing all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and that, by, by end of February, early March, I was considering the fact that I would never be a competitive cyclist again. And so that was... That was a gut bomb. That was that was pretty uh, I brutal. And um, you know, it, it was kind of an identity crisis to say, you know, not to make it sound yeah. too melodramatic, but when you spend a majority of your life defining yourself by this specific activity, you know, you look around this room, you look around the, this whole basement. You know, if people ask me, tell me about yourself, cyclist is going to be one of the first things I say. Yeah, and um, and to be able to stare down the fact that that might not be the case. Um, was brutal and i i was off the bike for probably 12 weeks um i i was i would get on the trainer and try to ride zwift in afib mm-hmm. and it, you know you know 150 watts was was the maximum you could press you know yeah. before before everything and then i would i would get off the bike after maybe 30 40 minutes of it and i'd have to go to sleep i just i was i was killed so uh, take care of yourselves, people. Um, and so anyway, you know, yeah, my over. But then I, I raced um, this summer. I, mm-hmm. I got to play with you guys, and I got to go out for rides. I, was I at my best? Hell no. Um, but, you know, I, 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 got some, I got some great days in on the bike. And, yes, I raced the second category at, in Missoula. Mm-hmm. But I, I pulled a bronze on the crit, which was probably one of my happiest days on the bike this year, just because it was like, 
you know, several months before, this wasn't supposed to even be in yeah, the cards. Yeah, exactly. And well done. Yeah, and it, it, it was, no, yeah, it was, it was great. So those were my lows and my highs. Um, what would you like to do for 2024, Paul? All right, I was going to set those things high again. <laughs> well, I, I'd still, if Vance Creek goes off, that would be kind of fun. Go see Jack. You know. Yeah. Um, can't do, it's not going to happen for Tour de Bloom. Drink. Yep. As much as I'd really love, I will visit, revisit that race. I, I would love to do it too. It's just, you know. I love that crit. I, life and work. That crit is right up my alley. Really? Um, and, and the first stage race. I mean, first road race yeah. up by Waterville. It's rolling, windy, everything that I like. <laughs> um, but uh, that's not going to happen. RC3, we'll see how the calendar unfolds. Um, I thought, you know, I'm hoping to go down to uh, Palm Desert, see my buddy Stu. Oh, you're going to do that? I, I'd like to. We'll see how camp. it plays out. Yep. Yeah. And, and go a little later, so I'm rolling. And I thought that I'd do it like in the first part of March, but I don't know if that's going to be feasible. Um, so, uh, not this year. Um, my wife's heading to Norway for like yeah. two weeks. Yeah. So I've got to kind of hold the fort down, and that takes up some of my vacation time. So, yeah. But um, nevertheless, I thought about doing Efreda like you guys because I, you can do it on a road bike. And you can. Terry um, Prime, who's follower of the show yeah he says yeah best time is 28s on a road bike i did that's it the best i did it on my yeah my giant that's, road bike that yeah. is a road bike it's out of 88 miles 32 of it is yeah. is gravel so yeah. and it and it's fairly kind of like our gravel roads around here it is which it i is, like i like those yeah things. it is it is all rideable gravel mm-hmm. um i wish i could go a little bigger like a 32 mm-hmm. um i think that'd be a great tire for that but i'm i'm gonna do that again I, well, i'm definitely doing that again. i'm gonna ask you this so that uh one ride went went down towards it's i think spring canyon or something like that that climb we climbed out of valley chapel road and we hit that gravel section is uh david you me i don't think sam was there um and Jackson. Sam said he was going to be there, and he paid. Oh, yeah, he yeah. paid to go, but he just no. Didn't this show. is just a ride. No, I'm joking. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I yeah. got you. Yeah. So you remember that section of gravel? I'm trying to remember. We it. we got it's a really steep climb. All, oh, all the young yeah. bucks were like hammering it up the hill. The, no, uh, Sam was there. Sam was yeah, there. Yeah, the uh, the midnight century. Section yeah, yeah, up there. yeah. It's there are some sections that are going to be a little more primitive than that. Mm-hmm. Um, there are definitely some sections that are more primitive than that. But um, if if I wouldn't, my biggest problem with that race was I flatted four times. Yeah. So, I mean, if you figure out a way to, you know, re- fight that, mm-hmm. you know, beefier tires, beefier tubes. Or, what kind of tires were you forbid. Um, I was just running Conti's, mm-hmm. you know, my regular, my regular road tires. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was the road sections. It was great. Yeah. But, but, you know, it's, it's a good ride. It's yeah. a good race. So I won't do it. Oh, you said you were There's, going to a couple minutes ago. I wanted to, ago, but and then I found out not. the date. Oh. It's April 7th. That's Perry roubaix I am not going to. <laughs> There's no way. That is very true. That is Usually, the holiest of cycling There are people days. that are going to be down here on that day. And so, you know, because yeah, I, I established a norm. Go. So maybe yeah. I'm not going to go. Damn it. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, are there any kind of changes in your preparation for the year or things like that? My mine, by the way, my objectives are I'm going to do the 20 start lines. I'm going back to the to and I want a variety. I'm, I'm going to break it up a little bit. I'm going to do some gravel. I'm going to do I'm going to do is all the road races that are around here. I can't do RC three because it is the same weekend as my school's graduation. And as an educator, I have to go to the graduation. <laughs> I can't miss that. So um, uh, that's going to suck. That bummed me out. But, you know, um, I'm going to mix it up as much as I can. I would like to find a biggie like you had for nationals. Mm-hmm. I'd like to. I th- And I think and everybody who's listening, I think we can all agree. When you have something like that, a big circle on the calendar, that really helps keep things in perspective and motivation and excitement. You know, it's funny. It doesn't for me. It doesn't? Really? No, nope. That doesn't. That's not my drive. My drive is I want to do well in everything that I do. I mean, okay. races, just the race itself. I don't care if I put my finger on, like, you know, it was Ronda Von Palouse. Yeah. Let's say that was it. If I put my finger on that, that's what drives me at that point in time. Oh, okay. Uh, whether it was nationals or not, I mean, I had another, I, I swore I was going to write an article about, about this yeah. whole experience of doing nationals and it, it did not turn out obviously by a lot of what I described and the way the crit turned out when I was suffering as it was and got my wheel overlapped yeah. right when the winter attacked yeah. and we're doing 30 miles an hour and I've got like five bike lengths to try and bridge and it's not going to happen. Yeah. I remember pulling off and going to my brother-in-law and my sister who were down there with me and said, fuck it, dude, let's go bowling. <laughs> um, any uh, any gear changes? 20? You got no, two bikes. No? Yeah, I have two yeah. bikes. I, I, can't, I can't afford. I was just yeah. looking, I, you know, just daydreaming and stuff and looking what's out there. And, and it's like, you know, the inevitable is coming. I have to have disc brakes. I mean, it's just... I can buy frames and stuff, but, you know, you start looking at, there's a few companies, you know, Head still makes some rim yeah. brake stuff, but the the whole idea of running tubulars is the brake surface is better. You don't have to worry about the sidewall wearing through because yeah. of the way it's, so it's like, oh man. And finding parts for my old parts is just going to get less and less. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. No bikes. I, I don't need <clears throat> to either. But I would love to swap out my gravel bike. Uh, my gravel bike's a wonderful bike. I, I really like it. But it's not a race design gravel bike. Mm-hmm. It's and it's so I, I I'm not I I really like kind of the more aggressive feel of a, a basically like a so cross like bike is yeah, yeah yeah basically so uh, you know but I doubt that's going to happen. It's yeah. probably not going to happen. Um, uh, and the, uh, you know I'd like a new helmet, maybe some new shoes. But everything's still fine, you know. I've st- I've got I've got two sets of giant shoes, and you know, one of them's white, and they're the ones I love the most. They're starting to fade, and then the black ones are basically brand new in the box. So I might have to just go back to black shoes. Well, my you mentioned shoes. Mine aren't. I usually wait until I have to apply duct tape before I buy, because <laughs> that's how cheap I am. But these these are just they're seven years old. They never fit right, but I paid a lot of money for them. And so I felt like the old Steve Martin, and only you and I will get this, the cruel shoes. <laughs> Razor blades hold your toes in yeah. unnatural positions. <laughs> and I love CD, but these CDs, 
it had just been really yeah so you're not gonna a good do it one. you might do you think yeah you i think that. i think if a big purchase outside of our kit the bow the bow is a great change it I nice. didn't see, and that's oh, what you don't I went like from. It. Oh, so okay. I, I went from the old genius. You had Velcro over the toe, yeah. and, the, and the ratchet. Yeah, they were like slippers. Yeah, you know they're rigid, stiff. With that, you know, I never had high pre- pressure points. This has, and I'm blaming maybe it's just that shoe design, but the bow is where I start cranking it down where I need to tighten it up. There's pressure points all over oh, on this particular okay. shoe. Okay, so I mean, I loosen it up, and then then my. My foot sliding in it's there, and my toe—I've even got a bruised toenail. Oh shit! Yeah, Lake. It, Lake might be one of those companies. Again, not a sponsor, mm-hmm. but I hear Lake does a lot of really kind of high-end uh, measurements, and, and and at least they also have different lasts for mm-hmm. for the shoes, so you can go wider, narrower, high arch, things like that. So I don't know. It, 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 I was looking around their website, and yeah. they look pretty good. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Any any personal lifestyle changes for 2024? For example, I'm going to work on my stress because I think that is what triggered my AFib. I'm going to work on, and I've got. I joke around about uh, self esteem kind of things like that, but I I want to bring back a little bit more of the old school asshole. I don't want to be an asshole, but I want to be able to roll up to a line going. And I don't know if I if I'm ever going to find it find it again. I used to be able to roll up to a line, start line going, I'm I'm here to win this race. You know, and then I came up with a podcast name that's Pack Filler, which is talking about mediocrity. <laughs> you know, so so I got to work on that. I, I think that's something I got to I got to kind of try to find my way around, you know. But that's that's where I'm mm-hmm. going to go. Yeah. You? Anything? Uh, no, I mean, yeah, you know, we've talked several times about motivation. To me, it's races, and and if yeah. the race doesn't happen, I've got another race to look forward to, and that's that's all all I need. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's on your agenda, but God, I watched uh, Cafe that we talked oh. about it before the Cafe ride with with Tade. Tade. That. Is my he races if people he rides so he can race. Yeah, I mean racing is everything. He wants to accomplish. That is so refreshing as opposed to you know everybody has these goals. Yeah, and and I think not that I'm even close to his caliber. (laughs) Caliber, (laughs) okay. But that's how I felt. I mean, like I really connected with that guy. I always thought he was a good guy, but I thought that's me. To me, it's like race. If I don't do well, it doesn't really bother me unless. I get upset when I make stupid moves when I, when I'm thinking, why did I do that? Yeah. Or I could have done this, you know, but that's a short term thing. And it's never about other races or I try not to make excuses. So that's my motivation. I just, I love racing my bike and I look forward to whatever. And hopefully Missoula too. I'd like to revisit that. we got to go back to that. Different category. Yeah. You're going yeah, to come race with me in the, in yeah, the, I'm in not doing the realistic that again. group. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. All right, let's pick on the pros. Let's talk about the world of cycling and uh, how the world cycling fared in 2023 and how it's going to fare in 2024. Um, so some of these are pretty straightforward, um, and I haven't, you have not been privy to these these categories yet. So, you know, someday we got to come up like an end of the year award, like the like the Packies mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like <laughs> the that. Packy the Packy Awards. Um, in your personal opinion, let's start at the top: male and female. Paul, who do you figure to be the best male and female cyclist of twenty twenty four? Twenty twenty three. Demi Valerian mm-hmm. is. I just don't see right at this point in time. I mean, she had a hell of a season last season, too. Uh, I heard a a little thing that uh, uh, Annemiek Van Vluten in uh, the Tour de Femme, um, when she lost on the Tourmalet, was out of control, swearing, upset. She wanted at least that. Yeah. you just can't stop following. I no. think she's at this point in time. Who knows? You know, people have bad seasons, and I think it happened to Tati. You know, so yeah. Mm. So the male, I would say, Tati. I think. You think so? Yeah. Okay. That guy's. Ah, uh, yeah. He's he's my new hero. Yeah. Yeah. I like all about him. So. I um I went with Demi Demi Volering, but I I I thought Matthew Vanderpool that people forget he won Milan San Remo, he won Perry Roubaix, and then he bookended with the World Championships. Um, it, it was impressive, and he he won the cross. Yeah, he did in the same year. So I but, just I thought, what the, what a year that guy had. Tade, Tade's uh, success rate was thirty thirty four percent of the races he raced. He won thirty Flanders. Well, and you think classics? You know, yeah, and then Flanders, he also, he also uh, Lombardia. With, yeah, Lombardia. Um, you know, he won uh, Flesh. Yeah, he won. I mean. You know, he still podiumed. He did very well in, in even the races he didn't do well in. Yeah. And that guy's fantastic. Okay. It's amazing. Uh, best one-day race of the year that you you were able to experience to watch this year. To watch? This, this year. year. Yeah. I thought it, having uh, Roubaix down here was great. I enjoyed that. Oh, um, <laughs> the watching experience. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is, is that what are you? No, for? just the, overall. What the best performance? The best race? Most exciting race you saw of the year? Oh, By man. the way, we will do the. Yeah. We'll do Roubaix. Down um. Yeah, man. Uh, I have to think about that one a little bit. You know, there's things. There's so many races that at the time, up up to a point where it's really good, and you watch somebody come back. And as much as I'm not a big Pidcock fan. Yeah. What he did at Strata. His Strata was unbelievable. Oh, I yeah. mean, that was impressive. And then he, they were within seven seconds, and yeah. I thought, he's he's dead. And that's impressive. Yeah. I, I think I, it just I think more so than maybe not the event, but the uh, – I mean, uh, the, the race or how it was won. The spectacle, won. too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's huge. I mean, I think the, the venue itself, like Strata, and, and even the way Tade – in uh, the tour tour of Flanders, I mean, he 
he put the sword to everyone. Yeah. And he knew he had to after E3. And he came down with Wout and 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 uh, um, uh, Vanderpool. Yeah. He knew that when Flanders came, and within three or four days, uh, yeah, yeah, I've got to attack on every hill and punch over the top. And that's what he did. And he attacked early and hard. And Vanderpool yeah. said, the, oh, God, he was way over. This, yeah. He there were him. so many of those races this year, um, you know, Lombardi, where he was cramping, where, um, you know, even even the the final climb in Milan San Remo, where it came down to just an absolute amazing mm-hmm. group of riders going over the top of that. The World Championships I loved this year, so I had a hard time. But but Flanders I thought was just a masterclass. Yeah, it was. And, and in terms of that day, mm-hmm. so I thought it was great. Um, best Grand Tour of twenty twenty three. I would say just for the narrative. Had to be Vuelta. Thank you, thank yep. you, thank you. That is still to this day, I battle about what should have been done on that. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I, I, as much as I'm glad it ended the way it is, but I don't know in the heat of the moment. Yeah, I. You think about what was at stake with <clears throat> with uh, Jonas. Jonas would be the the first double tour yeah. Grand Tour winner in a year. Yeah, in quite some time. Um, and then you had uh, Rokolic. Where he would be the only, the first person to win four Vueltas. Yeah. So everybody's at stake. Yeah. And then we we'd have the first American in ten years to win. So what do you do? And they're all on the same team. Yeah. And you've got to, for those of you who are you know yelling at your devices while you're listening to this, you've got to <laughs> understand that these people are they are paid to race their bikes as fast as they can, mm-hmm. and but they're also. You have to have, as I said earlier, an ego, a confidence, a, a this is my race to win. Um, and and some poor director sportif has got to rein that all in. Sh- it's not going to happen. And so what you've got is an absolute dominance. And, and you know, was Sepp the best person on the road those days? I don't know. I don't know. But but when you saw the attacks going and Sepp getting dropped and, and things like that, there's an argument but for that's, every single But that's why person. cycling's a team sport, yeah. too. And and sometimes you sacrifice for the teammate. Mm-hmm. And so I agree. My, definitely the, the best the and, best and Grand I'm Tour. I'm going to toss there. one thing in. A lot of people don't remember. Although it wasn't a Grand Tour, it's Perry roubaix in 96. Oh. Or Mape yeah. uh, had three guys pull up. Yeah. And 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 they're like, do we attack each? No. You yeah. know, that, what do we do? We're rolling in. They had a huge lead. And, and Johan Museo says... I am the leader. I will win. This is this yeah. is one of those people like what a prick. But no, he was the highest paid. Yeah, you know, and he he said the decision who's going to come second and third was a tough one because whether it's, it was uh, Ballerini, Ballerini and yeah. and uh, Taffy Andre Taffy. Oh, so Taffy would have been uh, one of them had his girlfriend just got pregnant or just had a baby. The other one had a birthday. <laughs> and they're <laughs> bringing like, this up. Come yeah, on, they're just man. like, well, man, you know. And so they had to choose, and and they were like kind of arguing, and and then it took it took Museo to say, no, you're second and you're third. That's how we're coming across. Wow. So Jeez. you know, this is not the first time this has happened. Yeah. It's just it, it's it's a hard thing to do yeah. with teammates. Yeah. How about the the? And I want to say worst. I don't want to use worst in this, but but the more most disappointing Grand Tour of the year. For example, I'll say I would almost say the Vuelta again, just because of the the ugliness of the of the sport that it brought out, especially in a lot of us fans. But 
the ugliest moment of the of the Grand Tour season was not anybody's fault. It was me being so heartbroken that Garrett Thomas lost yeah. the pink jersey with what two in days to go. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. in the zero, and that was that was yeah, that was my I, I, I could most see disappointing. That, but that's that's part of racing. I think yeah. I'm going to throw the tour in there because it was such a great tour uh, up until the time trial. Yeah, and and I think it's. Although I, I, I'm just not. I'm reserving the fact that something's fishy going on. But when Jonas and the TT beat Tade by a minute forty six, I'm like, all right, hang on here. Just you know, everybody was like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah, yeah. And, and then on the on the next hill, he just it blew this perfect like everybody. This is the greatest tour. And yeah. then it's like a balloon. You. <laughs> you know and yeah we we sat for what was it four or five days of just like all right yeah who's winning the stage yeah. said. so that's why i would pick that across the board uh my biggest letdown sure my biggest letdown of the year i'm gonna say it i'm gonna go out there and i'm gonna throw the and this doesn't necessarily have to do with with well it does have to do with racing but it doesn't have to do with the actual riders or anything like that my biggest disappointment of 2023 was the shutting down of gcn plus um, oh, I have to agree. That's oh, still right losing. Now. I'm still scrambling. I know that that Max is going to create this all kinds of stuff, and as we talked about it on a previous show, you know it's going to end up costing more. Um, and I just want to say to the GCN people, I'd have gladly paid double <laughs> for what you guys were offering. Thank you, sir. Um, it was such a such a great joy but uh, and and to be able to experience i haven't watched any cyclocross this year um i have i, I, I watched it up till gcn the until last they one. shut down yeah and I, and then i found a link on youtube and watched today's oh you did cross race there okay. was no there was no uh commentary it was just yeah crowd and everything but yeah oh. it's not the same yeah it's not uh best team of 2023 Best team of 2023 it has to go to Yumbo Visma. I mean, to pull off what they did. Yeah, that's I mean, that's yeah. historic. Yeah, I I sometimes wonder if Wout's on the right team. I think he's fine. I yeah. think you know he's got a different agenda, and everybody wants to compare with uh, uh, Vanderpool. But I think that he, to me, Wout's a, a, a different. He's just completely different, and yeah. everybody wants to, you know match those two like they're they're mirror image they race about yeah. everything yeah uh i think in my opinion uh, yeah the completely different styles and yeah. i think i don't think matthew's not a team player but i think wow is a way more of a team player yeah he's willing i mean look what it with christoph laporte what yeah. he did for him i mean that's that's awesome yeah i think he's a great great addition to cycling so. how about the biggest team letdown like, oh man, you know, I'm not happy, or they're jerks, or uh, it'd have to be said all quick step that those man, guys they, they just did didn't seem come. for the you know the wolf pack. Yeah, there was not wolf, too many wolves out there. Yeah, I think they just had a really bad year. I'm I'm gonna risk putting my neck on the chopping block, and I'm gonna say my my biggest team letdown this year. Was um was domesticated. It was Legion of Los Angeles. The, yeah, the crit good drama. Yeah. The crit drama. I I I, especially after seeing, who's the guy in Missoula? 
I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Jackson's going to yell at me. No. Anyway, one of the riders who is who is no longer going to ride for Legion. He's, oh, he's really? switched yeah. teams. But um, seeing people who are approachable, who are professional, and then understanding that, you know, I, I temperature tempers can get out of control and things like that. But this all this crit drama, I wish these guys uh, would race their bikes and turn off their mics. Mm-hmm. Um, to a certain extent, or or have somebody proofread their tweets before they send them out, uh, just because it, it puts an ugly bullshit on this. And oh, I'm dude. I'm not without guilt on that. I I remember yeah. yelling at people in the middle of downtown bike races, you know, mm-hmm. and dropping f bombs at people, you know. So I without I am not without sin on this, mm-hmm. but but I'm also a guy who's not getting paid mass amounts and. You know, and understanding the responsibilities that come with it. I, I you know, I'm, I'm treading on ice. I'm sure, mm. uh, just because I think they have a certain privilege that people like about Legion. You yeah, know, I think, um, and everybody wanted to see them succeed, and and I think they had the right. To me, I think we both agree that they were pointed in the right direction. But I think, yeah. I don't, I, I, don't, I wouldn't put it under, you know, uh, arrogance or anything, but. I think the disappointment for me is is I thought they were going to, to change, alter it, and lift up cycling. They did change yeah. and started lifting it and got people excited, but then the beef thing was too much. It's yeah. not the NBA. It's yeah. not. It's not MMA yeah. or USC. Well, and the NBA and MMA are, are have some very very bad characters going on exactly and And so it's the same thing they're popular and a lot of people want a villain i guess and i don't i'm not saying they had a plan to be become the villains but they they did yeah and in my opinion very good at what they do they are are talented people yeah incredibly good and 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 i i hopefully things will change and maybe this is just an off year yeah uh writer you're gonna miss the most I know everybody would probably think Pino, but I don't know. I'm kind of <laughs> glad he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I'm trying to think of somebody that that left this year that really is like, ah, oh, what a bummer. Uh, well, I, I'll tell you who it is. Is Nathan Van Hoydonk? I think it's. Oh, unf- that was. A it was unfortunate that yeah, yeah that uh, he was a great contributor to uh, Yumbo Visma, and and to go out that way. And his uncle was one of my heroes back in the day, Edwig. Yeah. Edwig, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, I, 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 I had a thought, you know, if David was here, he'd be proud of me, but, you know, thinking Peter Sagan, and I don't mean this is to any way tarnish Peter Sagan. The past couple of years, we've been, I've been able to prepare myself for yeah. the end of Peter Sagan. Um, you know, he's, he's up there, but he's, you know, he just didn't have that. He was circling the drain. Wasn't he, he was mm-hmm. that style of racing that he, it, you know, was perfected. You can't do as you, as you age. And so, and so, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> two, two people speaking from experience. So, so it was going to be Peter Sagan, but then I, I, I do want to say that Annemiek van Vluten, the way she finished out her career, uh, the way, what she was able to do last year, you know, absolutely going out at the high end. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, this year was a little bit br- more brutal to her, but mm-hmm. um, I, I, I really liked how she chose to, to, to finish it all up. I wonder if Chris Room's listening. Um, <laughs> which team will have the best 2024? So uh, what we're going to do is... Comparatively from last year or from or 2023? Just 
I'm, I'm re- what I'm going to allow you to do is I'm going to name off the teams okay. in the world tour, and you get to pick your top three who are going to have okay. the best t- 2024. Uh, the choices are, first, we're going to be, we're going to pick the top three for the classics. Then we're going to pick top three for the grand tours, top three for surprises, and the top three likely to be missing in action. Okay. Okay. Um, are you comfortable enough with women's world tour teams? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will list them quickly. AG uh, Insurance, Sudal Quickstep. Canyon Shram, Seratazit, WNT, DSM, FDJ, Suez, Phoenix Decoinic. By the way, if somebody's just turning into this, they're going to think I'm having a stroke. <laughs> Human Powered Health, Lidl Trek, Liv Ayula, Jayco, Movistar, Roland, SD Works, Visma, Lisa Bike, UAE, and Uno X Mobility are the women's world tour teams for 2024 if you had to pick the top three for the classics of those teams who would you pick <laughs> sd works I, i'll just say, I just all say sd works sd works all sd works and so i'll work on on the on the other two yeah um what's the fdj one i think they could be here in suez there. yeah so FDJ suez, suez yeah, yeah. by um, the way i didn't why do i not have education first on this list i don't know they have a full team Yes, they do. I apologize. They were not on my list. They're they're not going to be on mine. They're not. The, the other one will be uh, Visma Lisa bike. Yeah. I, I I mean you can't bet against the Dutch women. Anything that has a strong Dutch <laughs> influence, yeah, are going to be the only ones that are going to challenge the yeah. works. Yeah. And you know what? I, I I don't mean to to simplify when it comes to the women's teams, but it seems like these teams are going to do it classics grand tours surprises yes they're just going to, to be very strong in all three of those yep. fd i agree with fd fdj i agree with uh obviously sd works is at the top mm-hmm. of that list i don't know if they're going to be able to be toppled yet again yeah they had such an amazing season i would i would like to see it be different yeah but if i had to put my hard-earned money on it yeah yeah that's how it would go all right men's teams alpeson de Koenig. Arkea B and B Hotels. Depends on if uh, what's his name gets to carry around the sword. Uh, Astana Kazakhstan, Bahrain Victorious, Bora Hansgrohe with a brand new leader. Mm-hmm. Kofidis, uh, Decathlon AG Duzer, uh, DSM, which we all agreed is a really bad looking kit. I don't know if you were here for that one. Yeah. But, uh, well, I was not here, but I like, I've seen him. Yeah. Um, there's EF Education, Easy Post, Groupama FTJ, Ineos Grenadiers, which their jersey looks like half of them been, has been in a fire. Intermarche Wanti, Yaiko Ayula, Lidl Trek, Movistar, Sudal Quickstep, Visma Lisa Bike and UAE Team Emirates. Who are you going with for your top three in classics? And in classics, and, uh, um, I think the focus for Wout to do well on those. I'm going to have to put Yumbo Visma is going to do. You know, they still have Laporte. Yeah. They have a strong classic team. Um, I will not get rid of uh, Sudal Quickstep. Uh, I think they had a crap year, yeah. but I think I think they're going to be doing some some hard work on that. But they're certainly not second. Um, and I think Lidl Trek, is this yeah. is going to be their year in all disciplines? Of this I agree. Time? They have gone from a retirement home for professional cyclists mm-hmm. to uh, a true top contender mm-hmm. this year. I, I agree with all those. I would love to see some surprises again from EF Education, but I, you know. That's I, what I they are. They're, they're, they're the, the joker. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you're going to go with those on, on Grand Tours? 
Grand Tours, obviously. Ineos um, will not go quietly into the good night. No, and, and, and I think they're kind of banking in the next couple of years. Uh, in my opinion, they've got some good young bucks. They got a good American coming in, young American and stuff. Um, but Yumbo picked up, I think, the future star for Belgium. The very next Grand Tour winner for Belgium is going to be Uthelbrooks. Not Remco. I don't. I don't see Remco. He'll probably. Uh, he's going to be focusing on the tour. He's not going to win the tour. Yeah. I think then they're going to run that over again. There's going to be contract problems. He's going to leave the team. All that's going to just push the team. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you know Jonas is getting long in the tooth. Within the next two three years, Uterbrooks pretty much was on his own during the Vuelta. Apparently, if you look at yeah. that whole fiasco with Yambo Visma. That he was isolated, and they had this secret. The the Boro guys the, were making fun of Bora. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were making fun of Uterbrooks in in the background, and they, he was kind of an outcast. You know, the land of misfit toys. Yeah, and that's why he wanted to leave. So that's the rumor. <laughs> nobody so I wants think, a Charlie in the Boro. Charlie, and nobody wants a Charlie in the Boro. <laughs> squirt in the squirt jelly. jelly. Um. I you know yeah I'm I'm really I'm I'm kind of along those lines I think Ineos needs needed to find youth because um they're they were relying upon what was working and of course because of you know massive crashes and things like that from riders over these last years you know to see Bernal even yeah. at the, even back on his bike was wonderful but it th- those types of of injuries are are you. When you're talking less than one tenth of a percentage in terms of performance, it's it's you can't you can't expect a, a miraculous return. Yeah, and I think that's part of the reason they because of the youth that they planned on yeah. or or already had signed. Uh, that's why they carry uh, carried a two year contract with Garant. I yeah. mean, what's a better you know example or leader for oh these young God. guys? Yeah, so. yeah. No, I agree. Will Tade pull off a two Grand Tour yep, win? Absolutely. Win? Both. You think he's going to win the Giro and the Tour? And I think he's going to win the Worlds. You heard it here first, everybody. Yep. You do. I think he's going to do. I think because you I, know I started how looking. Freaking amazing that would be. It would be absolutely. I think if anybody can do it, I think he set his program up and that is his focus. Uh, there's no high mountains in the Giro, it's fairly flat. Comparatively, it's his type of climb. So I think the Giro is okay. Yeah. I think Yumbo Visma and the and the Tour is a little bit hampered because they're not they don't have in the flats. They have a lot of good climbers, but in the flats are going to be suffering a little bit. They don't have uh, Van Hoydonk. Mm-hmm. Um during the Tour. They will not have uh, Van Art. He's not going to come to the Tour. He's yeah. doing the Giro. Yeah, the Olympics. Um, yeah, yeah, in the Olympics. So. You've got you've got a little hole in that people can in a little exposure that that could oh. do it. Um, so I think the potential of winning that, and I think his desire. You got to remember, Toddy broke his wrist at LBL, and yeah. that's towards like second to last week of May. So you had, you know, what is it like a month and a half to get ready, and he it, couldn't well, do anything. Heal a broken a wrist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He couldn't do anything for for like two weeks. So. Oh my God, that would be! And he'd be the first person oh outside of Merckx and 1987 Roach to win the Giro, the Tour, and the, tour. And, and the, and the World. Chance. I think he can do it, and I and I'll I'll say it today. Yeah. Okay, that makes me kind of excited. Uh-huh. I'm a little flustered. 
Well, glad yeah. I don't have my white shorts on. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Cavendish get the elusive stage win? The tour's route is evil. Yeah, it's not. It is not a sprinter's tour. Um, This is going to have to be an opportunist moment. I don't don't think it's going to be a lead out. Now, he does have Michael Morkow, you know, one of the greatest in the business. They're, They're building a lead out train around him. Wow. I mean, first of all, do you think he can do it? I, I think there is a potential there because they're working. That's obviously they're putting a lot of effort in it. They don't have a GC guy or anything. No. Oh, God, I, it's been a while since I look at the tour parkour, but um, I think it's like stage four or five before there's a true sprint yeah. stage. Yeah. But, I mean, that could be all he needs. All yeah. he has to do is make the time cut off, right? Yeah. And it's done. But <sighs> I, I don't know. I, would, I, I, would, I kind of hope so. Yeah. I love Mercs, but... This is, you know, our time now. I wasn't around to watch Mercs do it. Yeah. You know, but. And I, I, I'm, t- I'm also to the point where I'm kind of tired of people being, you know, well, Mercs did it on the mountains and he did it on this and he did it on that. And I'm like, that's great. I understand that. Just relax. Let the guy get the stage number. Yeah. I mean, that's a cool achievement <clears throat> to obtain. Eddie Mercs isn't going to lose any sleep over it. Well, no. he might. He might. But, yeah, but I don't Eddie, think he's that Eddie's going to be like, come on, man. You know, it's, it's, it's bound to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I would love to see it happen. To, what a way, what a way to go uh, to go out. Um, so you already picked your tour winner. Yeah, Toddy. I I'm not going to pick one because I just want to go with that. I just don't want to jinx it. I want I want that to be how it really happens. Because <laughs> I, I think the guy's cool. You know, Matt Stevens. You know, like you said with that mm-hmm. cafe ride, it was it was really cool to see the you know just. He's How so approachable he is. Yeah, he's, he's just a normal dude. He's, yeah. you know, and normal dude. Um, but I would love to see that happen. So I'll, I'll go with it. I'll pick it. I, you know, I'll pick him. No, I won't because I'll jinx him. So if I pick him, it'll go wrong. Yeah. Uh, Primoz Roglic is going to win the Tour de France. <laughs> <laughs> where's my... Where's my... <laughs> guess he won't keep the wheels down. Um... Anything to hope for from the Americans for 2024? Uh, you know, Nelson Paulus, Mateo Jorgensen, Brandon McNulty, Sepp Kuss, Quinn Simmons. Uh, I, I think we'll see, like in the stage, I don't anything in classics. I just don't see. But I think, like Mateo uh, Jorgensen, he's going to be, you know, he's on Visma. Yeah. Uh, Visma um, Lisa Bike. Lisa Bike. So, yeah. Um, you know, he's going to have a duty. Um, so he's. Yeah. I said duty. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. I think we, I think we're going to see more in the future of American cycling. But yeah, I don't set. I see Sep doing anything. He might be doing the Vuelta as the leader, which would be really cool to see him have that opportunity to yeah. come back and do that. And, yeah. and again, and a. a, a from what I understand, a really cool person. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's hard to root against somebody like that, yep. you know, um, who's just the consummate professional and a really good overall guy. So I'd, I'd love to see something like that. I, um, Nelson Palace did some really cool things. You know, he's, he's won a San Sebastian, but, I, you know, I don't know. It'll be hard to see, you know, with, with the team and, you know, with what they're able to, to back him up and do those kinds of things. Quinn Simmons, 
you know, with all the the wrongs of his past, you know, I think I I, I have a clean slate with the guy now. You know, I I, I realize that people have to grow up, and um, personally, I'm like, okay, dude, you know, let's 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 I I, I want to give him another chance. Yeah. I want to see him when he has good good rides in races like Strada Bianca. I'd love to, see, you know, it'd be cool to see him do something like that. Yeah. Give him give give him I, a I, chance I, to redeem. I don't know if you read some of the stuff. I he's. I think he's a little bit frustrated with not being as successful as he has yeah. what he thought he was going to be, and sure. I think last year was a big pressure point. I, I if I recall, he's kind of like thinking maybe this is not what I need to do. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, boy. So, um, or Probably. whether he was going to take it a different direction, like even a privateer. Oh, you know, or something God. like that. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm probably adding words to it, but. I think that he is a little bit frustrated because Good. I thought it was going to be coming a little easier for him yeah. than, than okay. it is. I think he's talented. He is talented. Let's pull the camera farther back. Let's pick on the industry. And I know this is your this uh, is your yeah. wheelhouse. Uh, yeah. uh, what did the bike industry do well in 2023, in your opinion? Um, That's a hard one. Yeah. Steve is going to be contacting me on this. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Too much. It is a hard one because coming out of COVID – with all the bike sales and everything like that, we ran into the slight supply uh, restraint uh, mm-hmm. issues, you know, where things were just impossible to obtain anymore. Um, and it's hard to say that the bike industry really did anything other than just trying to keep their heads above the water over this last year. Um, there were not a lot of huge innovations you know I, I i could be wrong i probably am wrong you know there uh, in terms of road bikes were there i mean uh i i don't think so i think we're in a transition with shifting and things yeah, like that I, and i think we're at a point where saturation hits you know it, we, yeah. we had it we went through an arrow craze and i think we're kind of getting to the point where all of a sudden people okay you can only get so arrow and if you get really arrow, the bike rides like shit. If you're riding rough roads, yeah, you know, uh, and and to be honest, we, we're chip seal and rough roads in Spokane, and arrow bike is especially older you get. <laughs> um, I think uh, I don't really blame the industry. A lot of people want to point at the industry; they were greedy, and that's why they they're failing like they are. But I think the failure was more on thinking and i really believe this during covid where everybody's running to bikes that 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 wave would continue on i think their failure is is not adapting to that saying hey uh, instead of putting production and and creating something that was unattainable they were uh, focus was on expensive and high end and on yeah. all levels not just road i think no, gravel absolutely and, and mountain bikes and and to the point where you know even a mountain bike you got to have you know, people have a, a trail bike, you have a downhill bike, you have, you know, there was yeah. an enduro, there was like, you know, and and the big thing we all laughed about is it's N plus one. But, you know, and I tell you, when I go from house to house and I see people that ride bikes, I'm excited and I want to talk to them. And I, even if they're not road bikes, because they're passionate about cycling, it's like, yeah, you know, I don't, I, you know, I bought this, this hardtail and, and that's where I'm finding myself riding more. I think yeah. that's, that's what's happened is that the industry got a little greedy, in my opinion, in creating the gravel scene, which is a good positive thing. But think about the generations of how the gravel came out. It was basically a cross bike. And then they did this wacky 
stuff people like the evil the 666 or something like 66 degree head tube <laughs> angle and they're trying to throw suspension do you really need suspension it depends yeah. on what kind of gravel now there's different they're trying to get so people buy several different types of gravel bikes yeah. and and then gravel grupos which most people run mountain bike stuff on the rear derailleur and rode on the other part which yeah. functions fine so yeah. there really was no need but they spent all these resources that's where i think they failed and we're running into I, for all the people who are like all bikes can go everywhere. I, I, I did a post on that the other day. I was just because I'm seeing I watch videos of people riding gravel bikes over what I always considered mountain bike trails, and I understand you can ride them. Yeah, it's not the most efficient bike in that situation. You know, a lot of this. My wife and I joke about it. We're watching this. We're going. They're all riding mountain bike trails. And, mm-hmm. and why aren't they on a mountain bike? Ooh, but, because it's spirit of gravel or something well, like that. Yeah, just, and I think some on. people like the challenge. Yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, mountain bikes, I, I think in a way... Speed, efficiency, and comfort, though, it's not the right bike for that situation. No, it is not. You're it is not. It's yeah. ridiculous. If you want to go fast and efficient, yeah. that's not the bike to choose. Yeah. But if it wasn't for those people like challenges, you know, with, with Tom Ritchie and, and Gary Fisher yeah. and, and Joe Breeze yeah. taking a cruiser and putting road bike parts on there and going down Marin, yeah. you know, riding in Marin County, that's how mountain bikes got started. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they like that challenge. So, I mean, I commend him for that, but don't tell me that gravel bike is the quiver killer because that's not the choice no. for that particular one. And it is not a choice for the road. And it's not, I mean, it's good for like summer roads, I would say, you know, yeah. that we have around or, here for or, farmers use it. Can it ride the road? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It can. But but it's not the best choice. And no. and so, again, it's almost like we're complimenting the industry for creating all these different bikes. And and then you're running into this situation, as you're saying, where I've got to have a quiver of eight bikes in my house mm-hmm. to be able to compete. If you're competing, um, you, we're talking about that. If you're, if you're not, if you're just going out to ride, you can have a quiver killer. You can have mm-hmm. one bike where you can ride everywhere. But, um, and I also think that the bike industry got it wrong with uh, the the kind of abolishing the some of the mid range options to be able to, you know, instead of shoving down as you say, disc breaks down our throat. We're, we ran it. We're being forced with this lack of options you know mm-hmm. and and we it's as you're saying it's hard to keep a rim brake bike alive anymore because it's not it just doesn't work i mean you can't find the parts you you know you have to hoard brake pads because they're just not going to be made anymore and that that is really a shame and also when we're talking about the sport of cycling being grassroots and and you know the price point i it's just it's impossible for people who want to get involved in the sport to be able to do it because you're talking about such a heavy commitment, a heavy financial commitment. Well, and I see that in, in other industries too, being in the electrical field. I think sometimes, you know, it's about money. It boils down to the bike industry saw a liability with rim brakes, clincher rim brakes being delaminated. And then the arrow craze, you can't get these cables to function if you're trying to hide these cables and mm. sell people on hiding all these cables. Yeah. It's not going to work. The best thing was disc brakes, and the best thing for carbon fiber rims is disc brakes. But that doesn't get you know, I mean, 
I like the option. But the thing is, is you're not profitable if you make five, six different. The production yeah. is. You're, you're they're trying to force it. It's you can't find a fitted baseball hat, and you if you do, it's going to cost you money. <laughs> yeah. You got the little snap, and I've yeah. got a pinhead. So even <laughs> when it, by the time I was in high school, I had this. You know, uh, plastic tab that stuck out to the right. See, I'm the exact opposite. I'm on the last buckle, yeah. the last button, because I'm a fathead. Yeah, and that's so. that's just all industries are guilty of that, and it's all about profitability. But I think cycling, unfortunately, is not big enough to be able to be have that luxury. Shit, and that's why I think they got kind of bit in the butt a little bit. Will gravel continue to be the most popular kid at the uh, in school? In terms of cycling, especially I, uh, domestically, I think I, I think for a while I think yeah. it will. I think it's, to my opinion, it's labeled. I mean, tabled off a little bit. I think yeah. we'll see it trickling down. I mean, it was all the rage without a doubt. I think it's a positive thing for people to get out and ride their bikes. It feels safe riding on off. I mean, gravel roads. Yeah, at least around here, I don't I don't blame that. But as in being the backbone of of the industry, I don't think so, and I don't think road is either. No, exactly. That my next question was going to be is how can Road plan some sort of return to any type of glory days or just even you know piece of the pie, especially here. I think I think that's uh, I think in my opinion, if I look at at how especially Belgium how they bring their kids up, those kids are riding like straight arm bar bikes that they're racing at age six, eight, nine, ten years old. Yeah. And then they have these, you know, six fifty B size wheels and they're racing that and then the all into everybody's into cross or mountain bike. Those are the type of things that road racing needs to help yeah. if they want and develop these kids and those who want to go faster. Uh, and I just watched um G C N uh show <laughs> and <laughs> just yeah. a show that they've yeah, okay. had yeah. from the get go. And they're talking about the difference between, like, uh, Simon uh, Richards was saying, he's like, he did all these gravel rides, and then he got on his road bike, and he's like, Jesus, this is fast. Yeah. And exciting and accelerating. And not everybody who goes from gravel is going to want that. But you may get, you know, one, two, three percent that's going to help grow that that number for road if you do yeah. that. And cyclocross, the same thing. You know, look at our, our the two greatest cyclocross since they were 13 years old, are road racers too. Yeah. And one's yeah. a mountain biker too. You, I think that's if road racing, it's, UCI and stuff needs to tap into that stuff and encourage Support it. it. Yep, encourage absolutely. It, and then hope there's that trickle down yep. element. Yep. Yeah. It's a gateway drug. Yeah. <laughs> it's first one's free. <laughs> yep. Um, and there also needs to be some sort of incentive on the. Uh, I don't want to say governmental level, but but the level in terms of encouraging and finding ways to get people to promote and put on their own events. Yeah. Um, and making it simplified. Streamlining Absolutely. the entire process. It's too complicated. Um, you know, when I hear from people who are trying to figure out all this stuff, and, you know, with the race that uh, that uh, my friend and I are putting on, the 24-hour mountain bike race, if it wasn't for him, I, I've realized that I might not be the type of person to do this type of things because the details of registration of categorization mm-hmm. of all these types of things, um, it's overwhelming. Yeah. And, and I, I can see how race promoters who are like, we should just put on a little business park crit, 
just get terrified of it. You know, you yeah. start to re- you reach out to an organizational body and it turns into this. Well, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to get your permit. You got to do blah, blah, blah. You got to do hay bales. X amount of dollars for insurance and blah, blah, blah. Anyway. It's like, oh, my God. You know, you got to have your rental numbers, all this, everything. It's just like, holy shit. There's got to be an easier way. It's almost like we need to go back in time Mm -hmm. and and just, but we can't. We can't go back in time. No, you can't. Because the liability issues are are just too large, and I I think it's going to fuck us up. And I, I hope it doesn't, but I think it is. Um, speaking of going back in time, let's have some fun with some of our final questions. I got, I got two final Ks. The first one is, and I said this earlier and I remembered it, and I was thinking of this. I didn't put it in my show notes. So I was like, going, this would be fun since we got the two old guys here to pick the best classics and road rider of the decades from 70s to today. Um, so, uh, if you had to pick a ride, I think we're going to probably agree on a lot of this, mm-hmm. but you know, that we couldn't have the young people in here because, you know, David doesn't even know who's in the pro Peloton <laughs> tomorrow and, and, and Sam and Jackson are just too young that they, you know, they, they, yeah. they didn't realize that for example, you know, Roger Devlamnik had the best sideburns in the oh, world without a doubt, you know, yeah. and, and just respect the burns yeah um so i'm not going to go farther back into the time but i thought we'd start at the 70s you know the 70s if you had to pick a classics writer and a road writer and i sorry i'm sorry for the for the women road there. being like all Cla- around classics and grand tours oh, classics grand tours, grand tours. Okay. sorry classics and grand mm-hmm. tours who would be your classics pick for the 1970s roger flamic you mentioned yeah. with the burns yeah um i think he raced of all his his Perry Roubaix, he won four. I think only once he was out was not out of the top ten. Yeah, um, he was on the podium. I can't remember how many times. Like uh, I was dismount was here. He, yeah, he's gonna he be would. screaming. We need the stat. Say, oh, yeah, yeah, there's like six times he was on the podium. The guy was phenomenal. Now that he won, he he's won every monument. He's won stages in the tour, but that doesn't count. Just for that, he's won. I think pretty much almost every classic. So. See, because I, w- my knowledge of the '70s isn't as expansive as yours, because I immediately went Mercs for both. Yeah, Mercs Grand Tours, without a doubt. Yeah. Five, yeah. five Giro's, five um, tours, and then two of Vueltas. And mind you, the, the Vuelta was in April at that time. Yeah, yeah. So you had April, May, April Vuelta, May Giro, and then tour July. in June. Yeah, June, July. Yeah, June, July. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 1980s, uh, classics and grand tours. And I, I mean, I see where you uh, go with classics. This. I'm trying to think. Um, you're hesitating on the yeah, classics. Yeah. It, it, you know, Mosier came, came in and we won three Perry Roubaix in a row. And I'm trying to think Henny Kuiper did a pretty good job there, but he was Dutch. So 80s. I don't give you're him. not going to throw Sean Kelly into this. Sean yes. was pretty good. Um, yeah, I think I would have to agree. Sean, what did he want? Two, he never won uh, uh, Flanders, but he won two Roubaix's. Um, Roubaix's. Yeah. He, I don't know if he won the LBL. I think he did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did pretty good. I would good. lean towards Sean yeah. Kelly. Sean tour tour rider of the 80s. Uh, without a doubt, Bernardino. Bernardino. Uh, I mean, he yeah. never, I mean, he, I think he podium every Grand Tour he was in. Yeah. And uh, that's phenomenal. And there were years he did the double and yeah. won the Giro Tour double. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the 1990s. Classic. 
uh, would go to Johan Museo. Yep. I, I mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because that's yeah no three three Roubaix. Well, he kind of went in the 2000s to get his Roubaix. He did. Yeah. Uh, but early 2000s, but in and that was late in the 90s. But there was a lot of you, know, you think about. Of course, when I think classics, it's always Flanders and and uh, and Roubaix, Roubaix. Is, is like the highlights. But that's you know three Flanders is is that's huge. Yeah. No one's won more than three anyway. Yeah. So. Uh, we're 90s, right? Tour 90s. rider of the 90s. It, it, uh, Miguel Indian. I was going to say, it's got to be Miguel Indurain. Because two he, times he, he has won one zero. Yeah, I was going to say, he's won two zeros. And, and, and two, two uh, five grand and, and five France. Yeah, and, and so he had two times that he won. Yeah. Uh, did the double. Sorry, Greg. Yeah, Greg you got shot. Got, well, well I mean, Greg was 80s, more 80s, he, not the 90s. Yeah. yeah. And, and Greg only, he focused on the tour. That was what it was yeah. all about. Yeah. Uh, 2000s, and yes, we can mention he who shall not be named. So, and Classics when it came to first. classics, it's a tight close, but I'm giving it Thumbonen. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say Thumbonen. Yeah, 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 yeah Thumbonen. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cancellara was there, but Cancellara kind of crossed over his greatness was in the 2000s. In the, but yeah, uh, yeah, I mean Tom, his first you know pro with uh, he was with U.S. Postal and yep. and uh, he got what second or third. In Peru Bay, and, and he was gone. <laughs> yeah, see you guys. Um, Grand tour for the nineties. Nineties. Yeah, I, I I would have to go with with the evil one. Right, I mean, yeah. he he had a dialed, and everybody was on the same program. Yeah. Um, his mistake is he's he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, that's the so, problem. Yeah, yeah, that is towards that people. Is yeah, you know, yeah. I, and the people he liked, people like. I mean, if he liked you, you're in good, and you like the guy. Yeah, but. The problem is, is if you crossed him, God, it's that Texan mentality. Yeah, yeah. no, it worked for him. Yeah, uh, for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, still working for him. Uh, we in two thousands? No, two thousand two thousand tens, twenty tens, twenty tens. Um, classics. We still have Fabian Contralara is is in the yeah. early part. See, this Sagan, is the one I had Sagan, I will have to put Sagan yeah. in there because he won three, three or four Ghent Veligums, a Flanders, and a Roubaix. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's, I'll, yeah. I'll, I, I was trying to, I, that was the one I was having a hard time with. Yeah. And then um, with Grand Tours, you got to go with Chris Froome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Y- you can't. Just because what he did. Yeah. You know. Yeah, absolutely. And then current decade, who who's Tade. leading the charge? Tade, Tade. for across both? Well, I, I think classics <laughs> as much as I don't. I've I've learned to really hate uh, Vanderpool because he made a comment to the press saying that road cycling is overrated. I, the guy is <laughs> so dead to me. That's why you are okay. <laughs> he is dead to me, and he's sporting a mullet these days. Yeah, too. yeah. It's not pretty. Yeah. But that that aside, you just don't disrespect the one that got you really notoriety. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, that's, no. That's road cycling. Turned you but, into a billionaire. But yeah, I, yeah. I, Tade's done. I mean, you know, because a lot of people don't. I mean, Lege and 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 Lombardia, twice now, and gosh, I mean, he. I think he and well, he still hasn't won Milan San Remo. So he's he's but it's only a he's fun of to watch ride a bike. He's yeah. really fun to watch. Ride yeah, Tade definitely still. I think he's always there. His kill rate is high. He's <laughs> for tours and whatever he does, he's always there. Yeah. Always there. And the yeah. world's, he got a bronze. Yeah. And he said, 
at Worlds, he said, that race was two laps too long for me. <laughs> his his goal, Somebody asked him earlier this year, what's your biggest priority, the Giro or the Tour? And he said, Worlds. Yeah. You, know, you watch what it. he wants to be. You yeah. Uh, last question. What are you going to do for New Year's Eve? What What do two old guys do for New Year's Eve? What are you planning? Um, <laughs> Believe it or not, I'm, I I'm with my in-laws. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. because it's... They're going to be taking a nap. I mean, yeah. they'll, they'll probably say it's a new year by eight o'clock. Yeah, it's more up. Watch street, the East so. Coast feed. Yeah, at the most. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we planned on that. And as I mentioned earlier, my yeah, father-in-law is not doing so well, but yeah, you know, he's ninety-three. So let's ring in the new year with the. That's he's cool. a great old man. He's a great That's guy. Cool. So yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do nothing. My wife and I do nothing. Oh, really? I think we're going to watch uh, Anderson Cooper and what's his name on CNN because they drink and they get drunk and they laugh That's and fun. They, they have a fun time. And mm-hmm. and my wife falls asleep on the couch and I stay up to midnight and then at 12.02 I'm in bed. That's really a pitiful way to end the yeah. show and to end the year. How about but, New Year's Day? What are you going to do? Well, that's what I was going to ask. We Because we used to have this tradition of <coughs> even even if it wasn't with a group, and even if there was, we had six inches of snow. Mm-hmm. You went out and at least pedaled your yep. bike around the block. Yep. Um, I want to bring that tradition. Yeah, back. We'll, we'll do it. Layer we'll do up, it. pulling on a shit ton of clothes, and go as far as you can. Yeah, even if it has to be my commuter bike because of the yeah. conditions, I don't care. Yeah, we're riding shit. You know, just yeah. for giggles and shit. I used to have an old mountain bike uh, down here that had studded snow tires mm-hmm. and I, I would take that out even even if it was just, you know, three miles. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I got to do that. I think that's yeah. a cleanse. It's a it start a the cleanse. new year with a yeah. with a great start. So, yeah. yeah, for the for the so for everybody out there, first of all, let us know what you want to hear from the show in 2024. I'd love to hear your suggestions. Um, like to hear you to like you to like subscribe, especially to the YouTube channel. Be uh, to subscribe to that. Subscribe to our uh, the show on iTunes or whatever pl- podcast platform you get through. But let us know what you, what your plans are for for New Year's Day. I you know I. I and see or hell send me a picture of you out there riding i think that'd be fun so, yeah that'd there be we cool. go and to all the young little whippersnappers who couldn't make it you know they just had to you know oh, big wet and babies yeah, yeah little punks or sam would say little bitches um <laughs> i guess we did we didn't finish the year with a full cast i think the well, last time we had a full cast was november yeah, that's some of that's. My it's not. Fault. No, you were sick, Paul. Yeah, I was sick one one of the two, <laughs> but I did go to. A couple you did go to a games. Game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. You're a prick too. Yep. Hey, I everybody. Am. Thanks, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you. And we will catch you guys in 2024. Outro. outro. Oh, thank oh, come you. Come on. I gotta play the outro of all the wonderful this outros. Isn't the outro. This is. It says end. Which one do you want? Do you want this one? Or yeah, uh, or this one. There we go. That's the one with the static in the yeah, background. Yeah, you can just step people down. Oh, it's like it's like we, this is it. Okay. End of the year. <laughs> we got another <laughs> minute of it. <laughs> Who can just fade to black? Yes, but maybe I'll try and uh, let me see if I can do this. Uh, yes, I'm pulling back the the curtains here. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. I, I, like I that think outro. I can fast forward it too, but because at the end there's the au revoir. Is on this one? Yeah. Sweet.
So this is this is like just not to tell you how to run your show because you do a way better <laughs> job than do. I would ever. But this would be something that some anecdotal thing right before au revoir. You would yes. say blah 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 blah. And it's like keep the rubber well, sides down. Problem. Some kind of catchphrase. I forgot to hit it. So or, or, or something like like if we if see nowhere I can just drag it to the end yeah. and then just say shut the fuck up Sam or something like yeah. that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Oh, fuck, it didn't do it. See? Au revoir. (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.